<laughs> Happy April Fool's Day to all. I'm recording while I'm drunk. Um, I made an announcement on February 14th proclaiming that there will be no podcast episode dropped today. Then, I continued to announce it over and over again. One of my best friends, Scott Boches from the Road Trip episode, immediately texted me saying, I was going to ruin your joke on Twitter, but I have self-control. That is obviously an April Fool's Day joke that you're doing. At the time, I had no intention of doing an elaborate ruse on April Fool's Day. But... He had inspired the idea as far back ago as February 14th. Over time, that temptation sunk in. Fuck. I should have trusted sober me. Hey, you guys are watching Bird Up, the worst show on television. Whole squad full of fucking killers, I'm a killer too! Drunk Me attempted to record and edit this show on March 26, 2019. It proved to be a failed endeavor, but I kept as much as would be tolerable. I'm honestly ashamed of my drunk sense of humor. And also, there is no chance that Drunk Me would have made it all the way through the script. My, I, I, I edited those two things into the theme song while I was drunk because I, I don't know why I think that's funny. I don't. Sober. Sober. I don't think that's funny at all. But whatever. Let's go again. Happy April Fool's Day to all! I made an announcement on March 14th proclaiming that there would be no podcast episode drops today. Then I continued to announce it over and over again. And one of my best friends, Scott Boaches, from the Road Trip episode, had actually texted me saying, I was going to ruin your joke on Twitter, but I have no self-control. That is obviously an April Fool's Day joke that you're doing. And I had no intention of doing an elaborate ruse on April Fool's Day involving my podcast until he texted me that, like, the day, the first time I ever said there wouldn't be an episode today. However, over time, temptation sunk in. It turns out Scott knew me better than I did. The rest of April's episodes will drop on Wednesdays starting April 10th, so this way the finale is released on my 24th birthday. I turn 24 on April 24th, and I can leave this season behind me and start a new year of my life. But come to think of it, this prank isn't very funny. I mildly tricked you listeners. Woohoo! I lied to you, and then you believed me, and then I exposed that I have lied to you. These are the lowest level of prank. They are the laziest way to do a prank. I pull more pranks per day than most people do in their entire lifetime. Stupid little pranks like untying people's shoes, putting stuff in people's water and drinks, and lying for no reason. But that's because I'm kind of a trickster. It's my whole personality. It's kind of my thing. 
Other times I've done more grandiose affairs in high school and college. I would put lots of time and effort into pranks in high school for a week or so. I hung up flyers around my high school announcing a holiday called cookie time Thursday. I had no real plan to do anything about the sign or to do any cookie time Thursday. The original joke in my head was that I would hang all these posters announcing cookie time Thursday And then on Thursday, there would be no cookies. And that was going to be the joke to me. I had no real plan to do anything about the sign. And then people began getting in trouble. People began getting called to the principal and the disciplinarian. Yep, a disciplinarian for all you people that didn't go to Catholic school is is, is a real thing that exists in schools. I kept it under wraps that I had hung the signs around my school, only like my friends knew and people who had seen me posting the signs. Then that Thursday, I showed up with $55 worth of cookies in a trash bag, caused a huge goddamn scene. Is that a prank? What even is a prank? We'll talk more about pranks, but let's get down to the foundation of April Fool's Day. Believe it or not, as is the theme with history and all things that happened longer than like 300 years ago, it happened a long time ago, so no one has the facts or the truth. Which just goes to show how wild it is that people are sold on things that happened a thousand years ago, or even two thousand years ago, while we're talking about lies and pranks. However, April Fool's Day, also known as All Fool's Day, sound familiar? Questions? Has been celebrated for several centuries by many different cultures. But as I alluded to, its exact origins remain a mystery. Some historians speculate April Fool's Day dates back to 1582 when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, as called by the Council of Trent in 1563. People who are slow to get this news or failed to recognize that the start of the new year had moved to January 1st and continued to celebrate it during the last week of March through April 1st became the butt of jokes and hoaxes. April 1st? Whoa! These pranks included having paper fish placed on their backs and being referred to as poison de Uh Good luck. If, 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 if you speak French, you know what that means, unless I killed it. Uh, poison de uh, which means April fish, said to symbolize a young, easily caught fish or a gullible person, because that's what slang used to be like. And that is the story I'm going with because it is furthest away and has the most sources. Special thanks to History.com who wrote that last bit of dialogue. Pranks are a very lukewarm thing. They are nice, they are mean, they are stupid, they are immature. And and the real fact of the matter is that all pranks are a mix of all of these things. Let's break down the fundamentals of a prank. For this episode, I attempted to prank call some people for the first time in a long time, which I know I'm too old for, but this is a podcast series, audio. What's better for audio than a goddamn prank phone call? In the process, I figured, who do I want to prank call? Naturally, you want to prank call either your friends or your enemies, and all my friends would obviously expect a prank phone call from me because I spent years prank phone calling my friends. So I decided to call the McDonald's by my house. It's on Gray's Ferry in South Philadelphia and is literally the worst McDonald's ever. It's so bad that it's kind of impressive. One time me and Scott were in the drive-thru and literally no one answered for 15 minutes. Then we went inside the McDonald's and there was no lie, a dozen high schoolers that were employees just chilling on their phones. They simply did not give a fuck, which it turns out is the ultimate power when it comes to pranks. Good evening, McDonald's. Hello? Hello. Hello. Um, I'm I'm actually just calling because I I saw 
a lot of the new commercials for the cheesy bacon fries. And I was wondering if you guys carry that? No. Okay, um, do you guys have shamrock shakes? Huh? Shamrock shakes? No. Oh, okay. Do you guys, what do you guys have? (laughs) Alright, that didn't work. (laughs) See, that was a bad prank, because rule one of pranking somebody, you cannot prank someone who does not care. I was honestly just excited that they didn't have any of the shit that I asked for because it's hysterical how terrible that McDonald's is. But you see the point. You cannot prank someone who does not care about what you have to say or do. So you can't prank call someone that has no reason to be on the phone with you. There is no repercussions for hanging up on me. And that was proven. I lost and the McDonald's won in that situation. And the second rule of pranks is that you must be ready for repercussions. So, second roll. Oh, I remember the story. <laughs> um, the second rule of pranks. You must be ready for the repercussions. Fair. Okay, so, when I was in high school, I was not as um, confident. No, early in high school. Freshman, sophomore year, I was not this. I was not the outspoken, yeah. strong. Yeah, I was a very... <laughs> A very, very self-conscious Young, kid. Young, black woman that you today. <laughs> Yo, old, confident black woman. I am a 58-year-old black woman. Um, black menstruation. No, straight up. I am post-menopause, pre-healthcare. No, pre-retirement, post-menopause. Right in the sweet spot. Um, that 58, 59 region. I'm a woman who... Doesn't like Wendy Williams because she's too young. But you're respected at your job. That doesn't matter too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cut that, please. All right. A lot of this, this is going to take some brutal editing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I, it's only, this episode is only going to be like 30 minutes. Um, okay, so the story goes. I was a young high school student. And uh, in gym, you'd go in the locker room. You'd switch from a regular uniform to your gym uniform. Um... Some bullshit had gone on earlier in the day. Everyone was super rowdy. And this this kid put his fucking fingers in my mouth. (laughs) Swear to God. His name was Doug. All right. I'll tell you that. Well, I'll, no, no, I'll name drop him. I'll name drop him. Because to this day, he left, he left my high school. Because of this nonsense? I don't think because of this, but, okay, but, but this did happen. There's a reason I'm telling this story. It's because it's at least noteworthy. I think, I think it, it along the line of prank, along the line of pranks. Along the line of pranks. I know, I know. <laughs> The weird, like Ryan, the thing know? is, um, about, a lot about like uh, recording myself and editing it. I hear how often I misspeak with just like dropping syllables and replacing it. Yeah, yeah. But either way, um, and I get called out in person, not recording often. So, Doug O'Brien puts his fucking fingers in my mouth, and and we're in the locker room. So I'm like, what just happened? Because I was like naive because I didn't expect a man to shove his fingers in my mouth. Well, yeah, that's exactly. (laughs) So, um, in, at that point in time, uh, so, and this is weird. Uh, Dom Zapito looked at me and he was like, did you just see that? And uh, also RIP Dom Zapito, keep him in your memory if you're hearing this. Um, Dom Zapito was like, Jason, he just put a pube in your mouth. 
and I, my, yeah, see how your face yeah, just turned yeah, like this? No, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I pulled up on Doug, and without saying anything, I ripped a pube out of my own pubes, and I shoved a handful of pubes in his mouth. How do you, first of all, rip out a handful of pubes? Oh, you've never been, you've never been convinced that someone else put their pubes in your mouth, so you have to be angry enough that Wait. you reach down, and you're, cause I thought he ripped pubes. So he didn't? <laughs> well, so. <laughs> So I take my pubes and I shove them in his mouth. <laughs> now you're the aggressor. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, dude, I, I didn't put pubes in your mouth. The poor guy's just hair-filled mouth. Just no, but, <laughs> but he had told everyone other than me that oh, he put okay. pubes in my okay. mouth. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so he yeah. was talking shit and he, he tried to prank and he did not foresee the repercussions. <laughs> No, no, imagine my point of view. Jason. I I get your point. I am Jason. A man puts his fingers in my mouth. I'm confused about why. I hear that he's put pubes in my mouth. Yeah. Like five minutes later. And I'm like, word? The repercussions. <laughs> and I remember I came at him super hard because he put his fingers in my mouth. He like wiped my lips a bit and, and so one you finger went for snuck the deep in. Throat. Yeah. I took uh <laughs> three f- four fingers look, look how my hand is and I went ah <laughs> nah I fucking fucking dunked it the repercussions and he did not foresee the repercussions <laughs> the then there is rule three know your prey which coincidentally could apply to the previous story about Doug alright he underestimated how bad I'd freak out if someone told me that there would be pubic hair in my mouth from someone else. At that age, at that we were young. It was like freshman or sophomore year of high school. I don't know if I'd react like that nowadays, but at the time, you got to know your repercussions and know your prey. So Sharif's going to tell a story. He was in our last clip um, from trying to surprise our friend Cynthia on her birthday in New York and the various precautions he needed to go through because he knew his prey. It wasn't a prey. I'd use Sin's birthday thing as a thing. Okay. Just because it was a scheme. I don't know. It, what it this wasn't is. a. It, it wasn't a prank. But there's a. There's a foul. Was story, I? You know? I don't think I was there. I don't know. But if uh, it was the New York time, I, I didn't go to New York for yeah, that trip. Yeah. So it was when she first moved. It was her birthday. So Cynthia from the road trip episode. Yeah. That. 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 that bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna slap us both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, so so on her so she she always has our locations. Yeah, like, you know, yes, 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 you know, yes, they yes. all are all of our friends. Yep. Oh um, my god, there's so many. She so yells creepy. at me. Yells yeah, and at me. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's not okay. So on her birthday, I told her I was like, you know, I'm gonna try to get off, but you know how things are. It's not always easy to get off. Mm. But she still had like access to our schedule. Mm-hmm. So like even even though she wasn't there in the state or working there or any of that noise, yeah, she'd she still see my schedule. You know? So for the record, you two used to work yeah, together, yeah. your lifelong yeah. friends. The three blah, of us. Blah, blah. Don't don't no, don't, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not a lifelong friend. You guys yeah, are lifelong it's, friends, it's, and then you proceeded to work at the draft horse where I began to work, and I met you guys, and we all became friends. And then she left, and she moved to New York, and then for her birthday. Now you hear me the fuck yes. are. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what I did was I, I I got one of the managers to like fake schedule me. 
so that <laughs> so that when she looked at her, that is sneaky, very yes. sneaky. So so no, I, I appreciate that yeah. level of right sneak, and it gets it gets worse. And then and then I uh, I took my iPad with me and I, I switched my location, so you can do that on the app. You can the other day we had we had an For issue. We had an issue where we were also trying to lie to yeah. someone. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. this is a consistent <laughs> of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> was on the because we're all way too open, but trying to be private apparently. Oh it's, no, it's, no, it's, I don't like the idea of sharing my location. But, but I think it's on, hilarious because yeah, whatever. It's, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah no, so this is it's just relevant to the future conversation, but we're pushing it because this yeah, episode's. Yeah. Less long. That. Yeah, Less yeah, yeah, long. Yeah. We're not gonna ramble. Not this episode. The story goes on as we ramble. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> come on. Breathe. So, lo and behold, I show up to work that day with the iPad. Because so my location's already set to the iPad. I show up to the fake shift. Bring the iPad with me so that if she. Obviously, she's not sitting there all day on her birthday watching my location. Yeah. But if she does, she'll but see she'll, that. But she'll look once or twice, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So. We you gotta know. Up. You have to know your know your prey. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm the prey. If it's a prank. Yeah. yeah. No, if it's exactly. a prank. You, you gotta know, you gotta know all, the, all the potential. So. Rule three. Know your prey. Oh, you left yeah. it on yeah, in, so in it's iPad. Still active. And you had yeah. a fake. You had a fake scheduling up. Yeah. All this nonsense. So, yeah. So, so on this social media nonsense, she sees that I'm at work. And I'm scheduled to work, so there's no reason for me to not be at work. Yeah. And, and at this point in time, Cynthia was very homesick. She hadn't seen us yeah, all in very many months. All these things that yeah. she cares about that we don't. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to be away. Yes. And so needed to slip that in. No, no. <laughs> I, the thing No, well, no. It's very hard to be the one who's away. Exactly. Because I've been the no, one away. Yeah, and you realize yeah. that your friends don't text you every day. <laughs> what? No, why would they? <laughs> no, genuinely recognize your lack of importance no, in no, those moments. No, like, it turned into why aren't my friends texting to me? To appreciating every time they did text right, me. Right. So we're so good. Uh, so you had switched the social media things. Blah blah blah. Nonsense, she missed. Nonsense. She missed her friends. Yes, and, and you, then and then and thus we appeared. She knew some of us were coming up too. That was also a stipulation. So some friends were home were coming up. Not recognize like recognizing that I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Shella was not able to come to. That was a thing, and he was with me. Surprise, surprise! All that nonsense. Jimmy was part of that. Jimmy surprise. was there. Yeah, Jimmy was yeah. there. Um, so she had all these like exponential growth moments where she's like, "Holy shit!" Another person has appeared. So Jimmy showed up before us, like with Caroline and everything. Yeah. That's who it was, and it was funny because I remember Ariana was like checking my location. She's like, "Yo, you haven't left the horse yet." And then she realizes it's that fake iPad location, and she's falling for all the nonsense as well, which is smart and hilarious, right? Um. And then, so at that point, she's just all excited. Getting drunk, it's her birthday. Happiness, happiness. She goes to the bathroom, and they're like, all right, come in. So then I go sit, and my back's to her, and she's like, who's this bitch sitting at the table? Walks up, it's me, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> it was probably so goddamn was, dramatic. Was, yeah, it was so surreal for her. I was so hot. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that's probably my greatest, like, like... No, know your prey. Sneaky endeavor, if that makes sense. Maybe not a prank, but still, you know, in that No, realm. no, you know, means, like that cuz the whole episode is just trying to figure out what the fuck a prank is. <laughs> yeah, it, that's it's a very general term. It's I a very yeah. thin line. Yeah. Okay, I messed up. I was irresponsible to the listeners of this podcast. I did not take the fact that I am a broadcaster seriously. And I went to the Philly, Philadelphia Phillies game, and I spent hours screaming at the top of my lungs. I've lost my voice 
for the rest of the episode. Oh, fuck. Um, but if you wanted an accurate representation of who I am and the things that I do or what it's like to live in Philadelphia in 2019, then here it is. And I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. And I'm going to try to get along with the rest of the script, but I apologize in advance. But with pranks, it is a thin line. They can be kind, like Sharif jumping through hoops to surprise Cynthia. They can be ill-rooted and mean, like my high school experience. Or they can be idiotic and harmless, like calling your local McDonald's because you know for a fact that they don't have the menu items that the corporate office is advertising. All of these things can be true. But for a successful prank to be pulled and for our fourth and final rule... The prank must be funny. If not immediately funny, the story has to be funny later. And there is no greater example of this than people pranking the local news. There is no more wholesome nor impressive feat than pranking news organizations into broadcasting insane things. There are a few masters of this craft, but two stick out. In different ways, two different quote-unquote pranksters managed to cause chaos for the general public to enjoy. First, I just want to introduce the people of 2100 to one of the greatest comedic minds of my time, Nathan Fielder. He hosts a show on Comedy Central called Nathan For You, which has gained critical acclaim. I'm not going to play any clips because the comedy will not translate in a podcast format quickly you need to put the time in he has caused several news organizations to host fraudulent guests for 15 minute segments he has caused people to run fake news stories and on that and on more than one occasion he has been sued for long elaborate pranks so Dig that shit up, future people. Nathan, for you, convinces regular people to lie and tests the limits of what manipulation can do to a person and oftentimes lands people in precarious situations. The second person I want to mention was introduced to the world as Fred. He was known for running up to local news broadcasts and interrupting an attempt to be a funny. So please listen to this. It is going to be a big cleanup. It took crews longer than anticipated to find the crack in the 64-year-old pipeline. I'm standing here with Fred, who says he was greatly impacted by the gushing of oil. Can you tell us a little more of what you saw? I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. Back It's disgusting. So you have not purchased your costume yet. What are you going to be this year? A prostitute. Okay, uh, this gentleman here has purchased his costume. What are you going to be this year, sir? I really don't know what this is, but I've got something a whole lot scarier. Let's see it. Sure thing. Fucker right in the pussy. Uh Officials say that the U.S. could have similar problems with its power grid if solar winds strike major... Fucker right in the pussy. We apologize for that. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties with... As soon as you go live, I'm going to say fucker right in the pussy. Better not, you fucking asshole. 
The three victims were part of a CXS Fucker right in the pussy. Oh my goodness. And obvi obviously somebody has interfered with Laura Ingalls' live shot, grabbing her mic and running. We apologize for the profanity, which he also uh, said on our air. Funny, right? It's a great prank to scream, fuck her right in the pussy on the news. Because you know that the news cares. There are no repercussions. You know who you're dealing with. And you just have to be funny. And honestly, F-H-R-I-T-P is hysterical. Dot, dot, dot. But it turns out that the newscaster wasn't being pranked. We were. Hey everybody, my name is John Kane, and one year ago today, I uploaded a video to LiveLeak.com pretending to be a news reporter talking about a missing woman and how I wanted to fuck her right in the pussy if she was ever found. Well, being the one-year anniversary, I decided to release the bloopers. Okay. <laughs> you want me to say fuck her right in the pussy? Yeah, yeah. You'll grab it and just be like, fuck her right in the pussy. Kind of fast. Like, just, like, you'll kind of run in, grab in between her and that mic like you'll grab it with both well come up here and try it once yeah go ahead blah 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 fuck her right in the pussy the three victims were a part of the CSX oh we messed up couldn't grab it out of your head the three victims were part of a CXS fuck her right in the pussy three two one Hey everyone, I'm John Kane with John Kane TV, and I'm standing here with George. You want to go with George or Fred? It don't matter. <laughs> because you're officials say that the U.S. could experience similar problems with their power grid. Sorry. Officials say that the U.S. could experience similar problems with their power grid if they fuck around in the pussy. I smiled. Officials say that the U.S. could experience similar problems with their power grid if the solar winds strike major areas. Fuck her right in the pussy. Who can we trust anymore? Anything we know could be a lie. Trust. Trust is the foundation of the majority of pranks. There is typically a betrayal of trust at one point or another within any prank. Whether you are making a regular, normal little prank, or making a fake prank to prank the public. We thought it was true because we all wanted it to be true. As for the future of pranks, jokes shall persist. From the beginning of time, hoaxes and jokes have existed. People have pranked, duped, tricked, and fooled from B.C. to A.D. and will continue until we're all dead. Jokes are special and important. Being able to joke can be a great sign of growth at times. In 2100, April Fool's Day will exist in some sense. Pranks will get harder to pull, but people are creative. April Fool's Day is a sputtering tradition that I remember every year. A holiday without a parade, story, or celebration. Just a day to goof off because that is the day to goof off. You're given a free pass. Fucking around is pretty dope if you think about it.
okay, baby be calling me Hercules Cause the H on my waist, but this bitch here stand for Hermes oh, Okay, I done pop me a birthday Cause I heard it help with the pain, but just help my back aches Okay, uh, baby don't hurt me Let's begin after three, cause a nigga like foreplay Uh, 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 okay Trippin' like I just took a shit and clock toilet Captain Long John Silver, I'm gonna reel him in Got on gold fur, cream color coat from Burberry's Den I'm a monster with a nice watch on him, not been 10 I'ma go get everything Mother Earth transcends No pause. Niggas still getting buns, hot dogs. Niggas not fucking with your coleslaw. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Special thanks to Ski Mask, the Slump God, Snoop Dogg, Pharrell, Rick Astley, Ben Volano, Sharif Muhammad, John Kane TV, and History.com. 